Hey, today's podcast is brought to you by Myers Printing, which happens to be where I work as a senior vice president and coincidentally is the best sustainable printing company in the entire United States. Myers is a third generation family business on a mission to create a sustainable future for people, products, and our planet. We're proud to help the important work of the United Nations at COP28. For more information about Myers, the awesome products we manufacture, and our commitment to sustainability, click the link below in the show notes or reach out to me on LinkedIn or just through the Substack app. Join Myers in building a greener future, one package at a time. Have you registered for SpecRite's annual Spec Summit yet? This event is a great one for learning the value of digitizing and standardizing your specification data to drive cost savings, achieve sustainability goals, source better supply chain partners, and more. Space is limited. Grab your spot today. You can check the full agenda and register at the link down in the show notes that says SpecRite Summit. Okay, those were the sponsors. They're great. I love them. They help me pay the bills. Let's get to this next episode on the People of Packaging podcast. Hey, everybody. So this is a disclaimer. I feel like we need an asterisk here at the beginning because it's not very often. And by not very often, I mean it's happened one time in my life where I have interacted with somebody and I go on LinkedIn and it says the fill in the blank pastor. Uh, and, and especially when that is around packaging and branding. And I was like, oh, M gosh, I need to talk with my new best friend. It's like the scene from uh, Step Brothers, which, of course, I've never watched because I'm a good Southern Baptist. I've, I've watched it. Uh, I have watched it. Uh, did we just become best friends? Uh, so I am joined by the brand pastor. This is the packaging pastor and the brand pastor uh, podcast. Fellow podcast host as well, Luke Frazier. Luke is the CEO of Parable Brand and host of the Promised Brand podcast. It would have been cooler if you were like, yeah, I host the People of Branding uh, podcast. And I'd be like, what is... Like we could... Yeah. Because well, of like Jet Li and the one where it's like yeah. the world collide and it yeah. would, the multiverse would fold on itself if we actually hung out in Austin, yeah. um, which we'll totally do, by the way, when I'm at the Specrite Summit in Austin, Texas in 2024. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I'm re- I mean, I'm rebranding to the people of brand uh, next week. So good. Good. You should. So we'll have to burn this after that. Okay, that's fine. We can do that. Um, and, and so because of that, this episode will air on the People of Packaging podcast and also the Promised Brand. And if it that's doesn't, right. then, it's the, then it's the Lying Brand podcast. That's right. Promised. No promises. Yeah, I was promised that it would show up there. Uh, so Luke, thanks for being a podcast guest slash podcast host. You know what, Adam? Likewise. Thank you <laughs> as well. Thank you as well. This okay. is amazing. And really quick, yeah. You just just to recipher your sort of titles and positions. You are VP of Sales at Myers. Uh, senior. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I feel like I just watched an episode of Suits there for a second. I have I'm not seen that show. So sorry. I am senior vice president of senior sales. vice Put president. Put some respect on my uh, titles. TED Talk speaker uh yes 
packaging pastor and host of this wonderful podcast that we're on. It's true. Author, my wife and I wrote a kid's book called You Guys Did Packaging Peaks and the Sticky Situation oh. available on Amazon and Target. And uh, I am a, I'm the proud father of five children and husband of one wife. And husband of one. Husband of one. One amazing woman. That, by mm. the way, I don't know if I said this on the podcast or not, but my wife and I went to elementary school, middle school, you high did school, not. college together. My wife and I absolutely did not. Oh, that is, like, that is amazing. Uh, no, no. And yeah. I only, and I, but I do have one wife. That is, we have that in common. Different wives want, but one. Yeah, no, we, I am married to my wife and you are married you, to a different correct. woman. Absolutely. Wonderful. And one kid. Okay. So, How old's your kid? He's three months. That is new. You have a. Yes, we're fresh. We're fresh. And this is, you know, um, I've always said that if you really want to do hard things, um, start a business. But if you want to do even harder things, start a business and have a baby. Um, and if you're not already married, get married. You know, those are, and move all of them. Have you done all of this recently? With, uh, within the past three or four years. We parable was started just over three years ago. I got married before we started the company and moving this week. So, okay. Where are you staying in Austin? Yeah, we're just dripping springs, which is like just on the outskirts. It's outskirts, the skirts of Austin. <laughs> I was just in, in I was just now. in not, I was just in not Austin. I was in yeah. uh, Boston and uh, yeah. Which was great because I was sitting, I went to the Red Sox game and I'm mm -hmm. sitting there with my friend Kevin and there's this guy behind us who is amazing. He'd been to like every Red Sox game for like 20 something years or something insane. Yeah. He's keeping score in the scorebook and the Red mm -hmm. Sox aren't good this year, apparently. And by the time this episode airs, I think that the season will be over and they're in last place yeah. and like the stadium is still like there's a lot of people there it's a tuesday night and this guy's just sitting back there he's just like typical socks just gonna blow the lead with the bullpen like they have all year long like just keeps going i'm like yeah. awesome some guy's yelling behind it's like hey hot dogs hey yeah. hot dogs and beer yeah. over here i'm like yes you're all real mark Wahlberg. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah, it was it was a great it. experience. I loved it. Um, so you're response, you're not but you're not moving to uh, you're not moving. No, we're Boston. we're down the road. No, we're down we're down the road. But um, it's family fair over here, and it's a just a, it's a wonderful messy journey, just like Brandon Act. So true, it's so true. Well, let's hear about your journey first. So yeah. uh, you are you're married. You have a one child, one tiny human that's three months old. You're in Austin. You have a company mm -hmm. called Parable Brand. Yep. And you're the brand pastor. There's a lot of things to unpack there yep. um, that we could spend a lot of time on that we don't have time sure. to spend much time on Absolutely that. Absolutely not. What was what was it really like some of the highlights of your story? Mm -hmm. And how many Donald Miller books have you read? Go. Donald Miller books one. I bought two. And okay. one is has a lot of dust on it. Um, my journey, uh, to get to parable and sort of where we're at, it actually, and really family, it's kind of all of it. I was running a mental health nonprofit. I went from a podcaster to barber, to 
media AV builder at a college to uh, co-founding and running a mental health nonprofit, which led me to Austin, to move to Austin from Philadelphia, just outside of Philadelphia. And uh, when I was on my way from Austin, or sorry, from Philadelphia to Austin, uh, still running the nonprofit, had a creative background, but I was like, okay, I want to get married when I move to Austin and I want to find a church. And now, now mind you, I, I didn't really grow up in sort of a Christian faith. I kind of did, but not really. And so it baffles me that I wanted to find that anyway when I moved out, which is, which was an amazing, I think God thing. So I got out here and within like two months met this girl at this coffee shop and uh, she said, if you want to hang out with me, yeah, you're going to have to do a church. And so I said, funny. Wow. Because I want to go to a church. And so we started hanging out, started going to church, uh, uh, became a, a follower of, of Jesus at that point in my life. And uh, the nonprofit was still going. We were doing amazing things. And uh, that came uh, to an end just for me. And a couple years after that, when we were dating, and I'd always had this sort of creative inkling, always had from the mental health world to kind of the, the service-based world to the media world. Like I saw all these things and I saw people and I have a degree in marketing and psychology um, or, well, I have a fake degree in psychology. They didn't, it's not on paper, but I studied enough of it. Um, I just wanted mm-hmm. to get out of school quick. And so they said, you can just have a marketing degree. That's fine. I think we call and, that because you, you got to prove that. That's I. I don't my no, you won't. I mean, the piece of paper says marketing. I, I went to school for three years and a third uh, okay. of college and graduated, but I wanted to get out as quick as possible. So um, I was in a different route, and they said, "Well, you have enough credits. If Got you take it. this, if you take one more class, you can graduate in marketing." I said, "Great, let's do that." Okay. Um, and so I finagled my way in there, and technically haven't used the degree since, but you know, it's worth it. So, so, so I'm here in Austin, my wife and I are dating about this church and, um, right before, right before we get married, I'm, I'm already kind of building with a, a handful of, uh, business mentors that I've had along the way, what parable would be today. And we get married and then parable starts off this idea that when we go into businesses or when I buy a pack, buy something from a business is the message and story that I'm getting as a consumer consistent with what they think their business is all about? And sure enough, I started talking to different employees at companies from, you know, the GEs of the world to like the local coffee shop. And I began to see inconsistencies, people either uh, from a C-suite level, not knowing how to train on the story and the brand and, and you know, who are we as a business and, and how does that pertain to your work and who we serve? Um, but also, employees like i don't really like like i love the job i want the job and the allure of the company but but there's inconsistent messaging across the board and so i started just diving into that world yeah we you know we've done some some donald miller brand story work uh we've uh, done a handful of other things marty newmeyer is a great guy in the world of brand and strategy if you haven't read him level c's an organization that he runs he wrote a handful of books um one of them is called the brand gap uh, that is just a phenomenal kind of perspective on what brand is more than just the logo, more than just the website and the graphics. It's, you know, how, how does 
a consumer, what is their gut feeling about your organization? So I kind of, from like a psychology, mental health, uh, people background, I was um, a, a pastor in the middle of all of that as well. Um, and so weird. Why are you so weird? Why would you do that? I love... <laughs> I love I love juggling. Um, fun fact about me: I can juggle on a unicycle, and so I like to do that in my life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. and I've always I've always said, you know, from a brand perspective, like I love what we do as a business. But if I could sit down and just talk with people for the rest of my life um, and hear about their stories and their purpose and who they want to be, and if there's any way that I can help them, like I would do that for the rest of my yeah. life. And I think that I get to do, still do that in brand and the podcast production work we do today as a company, but also, you know, I, I love to do it. I love to see it in the ministry space too, because that's kind of all that you do. Um, I love that. Um, yeah, I have, that's the synopsis. I've got a couple of questions. Okay. Uh, so you said, you said that technically you haven't used your marketing degree. Now technically. I, technically, now I, I am a proud public school graduate. Um, yeah. and, but, and, and I went to the Harvard of the Rockies, Colorado state university, um, but some people don't ascribe like a lot of knowledge to these institutions. I do, but some yeah. people don't. Um, how is branding and mar- how do you not use your marketing degree and you run a branding company? Because to me, they're, they're like, yeah, they're not different. They're, they're right. Yeah, I, I guess I, I mean it in terms of like. I've only ever started something or been a part of starting something. No, oh, one is, no, one's, no one's hired me based on my piece of paper. Okay. And credentials. That makes, that makes so, so, so my experiences at college, I, I don't discredit those. I had some, I had a couple of amazing teachers um, who, uh, again, just like, like they let me do whatever I wanted to, to. I'm just, I've always wanted to like build stuff and be a part of building stuff. And so, so that's why I say that. Cause I'm like, it's more of the, the, the looming student debt that I accrued that I'm like, that was the, the, yeah. the, the conversations were worth it, but was that worth it? Which is a whole, no, I mean, that's a whole nother. That's a whole other podcast. And yeah. I, uh, I actually had a conversation about that this weekend about um, uh, packaging engineering degrees hmm. and that the average, I think I heard that the average packaging engineer First year out of college, average starting salary is eighty five thousand dollars a year in the U.S. That's amazing. Um, and you can you can go to a lot of some various state schools mm-hmm. and graduate with with little to no student debt. I'm like, yeah. more which people is, need to know about packaging. They they should, um, which is not the route you took to to get here. But no, no, it was not. I mean, but I you know I think that you've probably found this out not only in your life, it sounds like, but also as you start to unpack, you know, brands, stories and journeys that they're often winding roads, you know, like, yeah, they're living and breathing. If you think about like the YMCA, there's a great book called mission drift um, that I read and and they detail like the YMCA, which was the young men's Christian association. Mm -hmm. And they had this very specific purpose. And then they started to just make different decisions yeah. Uh, you know, right or wrong, they were just making different decisions and it's evolved into a local low cost um, health club. Yeah. You know, it's not it's and, and you know, it, it does seem like brands will will take these journeys and take these pivots. Um, so as I guess as you're 
pastoring brands and mm -hmm. working with these companies mm -hmm. through through the the consistency how do you how do you help people wrestle with we need to have a consistent delivery um, and obviously you know we talked about beforehand packaging is a, is a huge part of the consistency of the brand yeah. and but also holding loosely yeah. the the adaptability of markets and and humans of like things can pivot like that and if you're not mm -hmm. ready um i'll give you an example actually i know i asked a question and i'm going to tell a story yeah um but I, on, on on my flight, I watched this this uh, movie about BlackBerry. It was on my Delta flight. Oh, and, nice! And he, they were so fixated on no people love the keyboard. They love the clicking of the keyboard. We need for the keyboard yeah. to click, and we need to put this scroll this uh, trackball on there, and we have the mouse and the keyboard. And that's what people love. Mm -hmm. And then the iPhone came out, and they're like, no. People are not going to love that. And then BlackBerry, yeah. and also they got investigated by the SEC, and then they came out with a crap product, and then the whole yeah. company just collapsed. Like, they did not deliver on any brand value, and then the company mm -hmm. went away. Um, yeah. So how do, you, how do you stay adaptable and consistent, I guess, is my question as a, as a brand? For me, it's kind of like saying, I'm going to Yosemite National Park. My wife and I just went there to, for a friend's wedding. It's pronounced Yosemite? S excuse me. I'm from the East Coast, Midwest. I have no clue. It's not. However, so, if you go to Utah and you try to go to Hurricane Utah, they will quickly tell you it's pronounced Hurricane, and they're wrong. Yeah. It's we, have one of, we, we have one of those. It's called Manchac in uh, streets in Austin, but it's, it's written Manchaca. So, yeah. Why? You know, we all have those. So – so I think about it like this, pick any place, but we just went to Yosemite. You could say this about Disney World. Right. We say, I say, hey, we are going to Yosemite. That was my, the vision in my brain. And if I tell anybody here, you're just like, yeah, you went to Yosemite, you probably saw a half dome and, and, and maybe the Dawn Wall and you probably saw some waterfalls and it was great. But what I didn't know was that when we stayed 20 minutes from the South Gate, that was only 20 minutes from the gate. It was another hour to hour and a half drive in the park to everything else. Hmm. Now this seems slightly irrelevant, but, but my point being is that we still went to Yosemite, even though the journey when we got there was messy and it was whatever. I think about Apple compared to Blackberry, Apple came out and said, in fact, they don't, they really, they're the famous, you know, Simon Sinek start with why we do the why before the what, the how and the what thing. But they came out and they were just like, we want to inspire creatives. Like that was their, I'm going to Yosemite. Everybody here at the company knows we're inspiring creatives. So that's where the day-to-day -day tangibles, the hour and a half to, you know, half dome, that's where that, those different routes, and you could go a couple different routes to get there. Like to me, that's how you hold it loosely while still having a core concrete vision. Because if you just said, hey, let's, like, let's go to California, well, San Diego is radically different than going to you know, Yosemite and Northern. Yeah, slightly. Yeah, slightly, right? Yeah. Those are two different things. And so you have to, for me, that's where, why you really narrow the vision and the focus and the vision. Um, some of the brand differentiators, but then the way of which you go about that can look 
different along the way. So let's let's hang out in this uh, in this parable or this story. Um, so it's not really, it's not really a parable. It's actually yeah, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, but so so you're heading. So your your brand, or in this case, your family, right? You're like, we're going to go to Yosemite. We're ready to go to Yosemite, and you're on your way. And then uh, you have a uh, medical emergency, and yeah. it's like, oh no! And you got to go off the road. And then you're you're in this you're in this town. I don't know what the road trip is from Austin to Yosemite, but you're in uh, Taos, New Mexico, and love it. And then, and then you're like, and then everything's fine, but you realize you don't really have time to go to Yosemite anymore because, and you just end up finding that like Taos and Durango are incredible. And there's all sorts yeah. of beautiful things to see. And that maybe that's the purpose of your journey right. was not to get to Yosemite. And, and I think that sometimes um, when it comes to companies and brands that, I mean, maybe I'll ask you this. I won't say it. I'll ask okay. you this. Do you find then that sometimes brands get too narrowed on where their ultimate destination is that they that they miss the 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 interruptions in it that could be really beautiful interruptions or how, like how do brands navigate that? I mean you're mm -hmm. on that side. I get the reaction to that in packaging where it's yeah. like oh no, we have to yeah, because we have these sustainability goals and this is part of our branding. You know, like now we have to do this thing and now we have to do that thing. And now we have to take this out and now we have to lightweight this. Like they're yeah. constantly iterating on stuff. Right. From my side, but I don't, I'm never really exposed to a lot of the strategy that it sounds like. Yeah. I think what it comes down to in those kinds of scenarios are like when we sit down with businesses and say, Hey, we're going to like revitalize your mission, your vision, your values, your one line or your taglines. For many that can feel very distant. That can feel like, you know, for you and your position, you're just like, well, I'm just trying to make a customer. I want to give a customer the best experience that they can get, but also because of our company, we want to do it in a sustainable way. And so you're like caught in that tension of, of just making that happen. And so it feels ethereal, but what happens is you then will have to make those decisions. You're going to have to make decisions. Do we cut out profit here so that our employee, you know, our customer will be happy? Do we um, let, do we make some, you know, do we get heavier cardboard because our customer's product is actually heavier than we thought and then but now that can't be recycled and we want to be sustainable so you know it's called corrugated fiberboard we don't we don't say cardboard it's the it's a bad word it's very disrespectful of me. i'm just telling I you apologize there's people right now who are just like if he doesn't jump in and say something yeah i know never listen to this podcast again yeah. so to you corrugated fiberboard board lovers and listeners yes. i have your back Look. um you but do. you, you do. can find it cardboard if you really need to because yeah. it's, it's, you know, but just well, he heavier packaging, right? Like, like yeah, if yeah, it they're... becomes not single, you're always, you as an employee of a company sh should, now I say that should kind of lightly, but also like, like, I don't want to should anybody, but um, if we've established brand values, if we've established who we are as a company, at, our employees should feel empowered to make the right decision 
based on the brand of the company. So right. that as an employee, I don't feel like I'm caught between a rock and a hard place. And as a customer, I am always going to rave about this. Man, I love that. In this brand. And so, for instance, yeah, I get stuck to the story point. My, my wife and my family were stuck in, you know, Taos or whatever, Durango. And we realize you're right. We might have missed our friend's wedding, which was the original goal here. But also we did want to have a family experience. And now we get to have a family experience. Got it. And so to me, we have to, I have to, like, like this is a personal level. Like I have to go back. Well, what's like, what's the Frasier? What's the, what's the Frasier brand sort of value and moral belief and standard? Well, it's like, I want to have a family experience wherever we go. And so if we're going somewhere, let's have a tight knit family experience. Same true with a company. That's where we stand those values and beliefs. Like, you know, you guys really stand on sustainability for your customers. Well, then you're always find a way to, even if it means losing that customer, you're always going to find a way to make it more sustainable for them so that they can then say, yeah, hey, our packaging is sustainable because our consumers care about it. No doubt. I love that. I, I, there was a light bulb moment for me there when you were talking that was a, a, like this idea that your brand and your story mm -hmm. empowers employees to make decisions yes. is something I've actually never, like I've never yeah. had thought, but it is so unbelievably true that if you have, yeah. uh, if you have branding, that's all over the place or messaging or, or, you know, kind of, if you've got 57 core beliefs, it's like, uh, which of these core beliefs where do I make my decision on? And so now it's like, well, I, I don't know. And so I have to, I'm going to go ask, uh, Steve, right. Steve, what yeah. do I do here? And it's, Steve's like, Ooh, I don't, uh, mm. in my, right, my experience. Right. We the, look, 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 if anyone who ever's done like EOS or, or, or built any kind of operation system, you know, um, we have them for things like product and delivery and customers. But we, many companies don't have a brand operating system, which is what we create. We don't have an operating system to make decisions based on who we are as a company. And that's what it's all really, when I look at it, that's all it is. It's actually a very accurate operating system of how people within the company should make decisions so that our customers gut feeling of us is consistent every time. That's amazing. Um, I had a feeling that this was surely Tonight's going to happen. It's going to be a good Please, let's know. No, I love, I, so I, I really enjoyed the Black Eyed Peas pre-Fergie. Um, and, and then Fergie came along and she was terrible with the national anthem. Not a that big was, fan. That was <laughs> so bad. Uh, we can, we can jump off that tangent. We we can we don't need to go there, uh, but we are we're coming up here on the end of our time for yeah. this podcast episode. Yeah, no, um, yes, for sure, uh, because I have so many other thoughts and questions, especially as it relates to, uh, you know, packaging being able to deliver on yeah on that, and we we didn't even really dig into it too much so maybe we're gonna have to have a part two at some point perhaps live in austin at the uh, at the spec right summit so i'll have all my gear down there it's gonna be fantastic um great so why don't we wrap it up here with 
the most pressing question is who is your favorite um christian music artist of all time because that's what all the people want to know do you have one first of all because there's some there's some i'm, really I'm like yeah i'm like six years new to the space i know that's why i'm curious if you've gotten into um, like amy grant and michael w smith michael w smith um not i mean not pro probably bad? probably say that one more time have you been introduced to the really bad like i mean yes but like i couldn't even tell you who they are you okay know i mean it's okay. one of those things i mean I, I i'm a i'm a younger dude and so i've gotten into the maverick cities and you know the upper rooms and the the bethels yeah. like i'm i'm enjoying and I, and I enjoy the artists that are coming out of there brandon lake yeah. um uh what's funny so that there's my really generic answer but what's funny love, is that i will mention um something that I was going to mention in my brain when I remembered the thing okay. I have been, I, uh, I got, I listened to Switchfoot as a kid. Oh yeah. Not, not knowing they have, they had like a like Christian influence. Like they, they were the kind of the reliant K like, I didn't know that they were, I just thought they were, you know, nineties early. They're really good musicians. It's good. It, they're solid. John they, just, they just, yeah, they just came out with a new, like a revitalized album on, um, I can't now. I can't remember the name. A beautiful of it, letdown. Thank you. A beautiful yeah. letdown. And they got like all these artists that like I listen to. You know, John Bellion's a big favorite of mine in there, and a handful of others. Reliant K pops up in there, Jonas Brothers, and had them recreate their music. And it's the most brilliant thing in the world. So not really Christian, but like, oh no, that's that. But they are, and counts. then they brought all these other people who like aren't really Christian into it. And I just thought this is. I wrote a post about it recently and I, um, I, I still like am looking at it as like the best brand experience you could have ever created for mm. someone to meld all these worlds together. That's um, cool. And they have Christian background. So it's cool. Yeah. I love it. There's my long uh, answer to your short question. No, no, it's fine. I, it was, uh, I don't know why that question came up. Um, but for some reason it did. And I'm glad, I'm glad it's in the world now. Um, there you go. I need to introduce you to uh, a friend of mine who is new to packaging. Uh, mm. He's been in the packaging industry for about a year, but his background is actually uh, he's a worship pastor here in Salt Lake City and was Love in the uh, Maverick City Gospel Choir. Cool. Got to tour. Yeah. yeah. Tim Tim Drisdom is his name. We'll connect you up. I Shout out to Tim. I love it. Way um, to go, Tim. Way to go, Tim. Well, Luke, how do people, if uh, I, I'm curious if people will be like, I need, I have more questions or if they're like, they just talked. Yeah. Like they just had a phone. I just feel like I listened to their phone conversation, but there's some really cool nuggets in there. There is. Yeah. And, and I want people to be able to reach out and connect with you. Obviously you're active on LinkedIn. I'll yep. make sure to tag you and put that in the show notes. Is there anywhere else that people can interact with your stuff? Yeah. We're on, we're on, I'm on LinkedIn a, a lot. Um, we post a little bit on the parable brand Instagram. Um, uh, but that LinkedIn is really where you can interact with me the most and connect with me. Um, our website's parablestory.com, not parable brand, but parablestory.com. Um, I mean, heck, would it be disrespectful? You know what? I'm going to do it because Bob Goff would do this, but you can have my cell phone number. Wow. 215. This is what love does. 215. Four, 478. Okay. 39. 
323-215-478-3932. And you can call me, leave me a voicemail because that's probably what's going to happen. And um, I might call you back. How do you feel about animated GIFs being texted to you? 10 out of 10. Okay. Because that's basically my love language. At these that days. would, in fact, if you're listening and you do not send me an animated GIF, don't even call me. Just send me an animated GIF. Um, yeah. Please do it. I will give you a heart on that message if you send it to me. Are you going to do the heart hand sticker or the, or you'll, we'll see. Heart, you'll we'll like, see. you'll heart like, okay. You might well, have a better voice note. I don't know. Anyway, this has gone too far, but I, uh, yeah, there's my, you can even, you know, connect with us there. I, I am just really, I told you this earlier. I, I, aside from brand, I am a big fan of helping people sort of decipher who they are and what they want to figure out in their life. And um, if that's a, a pathway in brand, awesome. If it's a pathway in something else and you just need someone to kind of talk that through, I could be your guy. Amazing. Well, I'll have all that, all that information down here in the show notes. And I hope everyone goes and checks out parablestory.com. Follow Luke on the LinkedIn's and um, we will be interacting there. I'm sure between now and when this episode airs multiples of times, mm -hmm. um, it's going to be fantastic. Luke, I'm, I'm super glad that we finally got to connect and Likewise. kind of just record our first actual conversation. <laughs> it was just like, let's hit record and see what yeah. happens. And yeah, I, you you guys got to be part of that. It so was you're welcome yeah. or not. <laughs> it was it was uh it was it was exactly what it needed to be. Love it. Um, so I appreciate it. Um everyone go follow Luke. Uh thanks so much. Please remember to like and rate and subscribe and do all the stuff that helps me um uh you know help support my my five tiny humans and my one amazing yes. so, please. Uh thanks everyone. We'll talk to you later. Hey, congrats. You made it to the end of the podcast. If you're looking for more great podcast material in the packaging industry, please check out Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors and the newly redesigned Package Unboxed with Avelio Matos. Go find them wherever you listened to this podcast. Thanks, everybody.